it's Holly and welcome back to Sincerely You, where I share your anonymous diary entries. Also, welcome to season two. A lot of things are going to be different. I feel like I actually want to try and be more candid this time. In season one, I literally wrote out word for word every single episode and I was a total perfectionist. And this time I'm just going to try to turn on the camera, the mic, whatever and just get talking, read some entries, and give you my thoughts. If you guys don't know, I kind of disappeared from social media, from the podcast, from YouTube for about a year, and that's for a lot of different reasons. I got married, which is a new thing. I moved to a new city, although it's only two hours away from my old one, but still changed nonetheless. And also, I just kind of wanted to take a massive break from social media because you guys know what I think about social media. It affects you, it affects your mental health, and it was really affecting me at that time in my life. So I took a step back and even now I'm trying to be really cautious with coming back, with keeping a healthy balance. A lot of that has to do with changing my habits and changing my lifestyle and making better choices and actually standing up for myself and fighting against those harmful thoughts, fighting against the negative things that I tell myself. So that's kind of leading into this podcast episode's theme, which is feeling depressed and stuck in one place. Whether or not that's a certain place in your life where you just struggle with having motivation to make changes or do anything, or if that's feeling stuck when it comes to your mental health and struggling to get out of that state of mind. Anything along those lines, let's talk about it because I feel like I personally went through that this past year and it took a lot for me to get out of it and to move forward and actually progress, which is something a lot of us struggle to do. So with all that being said, let's get into it. I'm going to read the first entry. Dear Diary, It feels as if I wake up every day with no purpose. Every day is the same. I sleep, I wake up, and it's just a never-ending repeat. My mind is constantly turning, thinking, overanalyzing everything in my life. It's either I feel too much or I feel too little. I stay up all hours of the night. My mind is a never-ending race car of thoughts. And then I sleep the day away, wasting my life. I keep wondering if my life is worth anything more than what it already is. I'm so anxious and unbearably depressed all the time to ever find motivation to go out and make something of myself. I just wonder sometimes if I'm just here to breathe and sleep. That's all I ever seem to do anyways. I have no friends anymore. They left because I wasn't enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't happy enough. I wasn't outgoing enough. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever be enough. I just want to live happily and do things I want to, but I can't. Being asleep lately seems better than being awake. At least when I'm asleep, I'm not worried about anything and I can just be at peace. Sincerely, M. Sadly, I think almost everyone can relate to this in some way. The whole cycle of doing the same thing every day. It's like a never-ending loop, constantly on repeat, and it forces you to think, okay, is this even worth it? What's the point? What's the purpose? What's the reason? 
I would rather just not deal with all this crap than do it at all because there's no reason to even be doing it. And I get that completely. I think a lot of us do because we find ourselves in these ruts where there's no motivation, passion, drive to actually achieve goals or dreams or to work on something. And that really comes down to a total lack of growth and progression. I think I've said this before, probably in a podcast episode, but progress usually equals contentment or not being depressed. (laughs) So when you aren't progressing in anything, when you aren't growing or building something or creating an outcome or creating some sort of success, when you don't have anything to work on to actually see an outcome, that's when you're going to start feeling stuck and like everything you're doing is pointless. When you wake up every day and you're going to school, you're going to work, and you are physically working, even just waking up, honestly, and loving your life, you are putting forth energy and effort, yet you see or feel no outcome. And that's why we kind of all ask ourselves, what's the point? I'm not creating anything. I'm not building anything. Therefore, there is no higher purpose for my actions every single day. And if you think about it, I think that's why a lot of people use exercise and working out as a way to get out of a bad mental health state because they can visually see their growth. They can actually feel their growth. Their body feels better. And they're actually working towards something where they can see an outcome. So if you wake up every day asking yourself, what's the reason? Even just progressing in the smallest of ways, for example, cleaning your room, that will turn your entire day around because you are working towards something that benefits you, that creates an outcome, you are growing and you can see the growth. And that alone will help your mental health in ways that nothing else can. It really is the small things. I am by no means saying that you have to have your whole life plan laid out ahead of you to start progressing or seeing an outcome. And you definitely don't need to figure out your life purpose right now. I'm just saying, just give yourself something you would genuinely be excited about. Start a book series that you're excited to wake up and read. Work on rearranging your room or get into a new podcast and start taking walks outside while you listen to it. Create a string of little things that you will actually get excited about each day. Seriously, doing anything at all instead of laying in bed and feeling sorry for yourself will help. And I am totally speaking from experience here. An important thing to mention is that maybe therapy could be the one thing you go after and do. I've never personally been to therapy, but I think everyone should. I seriously wish I did. And... I fully believe that I will go to it at some point in my life. But if you can't at this very moment, you aren't completely helpless. So just don't underestimate small actions and do not only focus on big, impossible things. Something I did was I did start working on my mental health. It was basically like working out except for my mind. So I would get up every day and I would do specific things to help process my emotions. I would journal, just things like that. And it really gave me something to focus on, like something to work on. And I think that aspect alone actually helped. 
but obviously the work helped too, like what I was actually doing. But just waking up and having some sort of responsibility and purpose for that day was honestly everything. I do need to include, if you do think too big or if you start thinking about your life purpose or what your reason for existence is or anything like that, you're going to paralyze yourself even more. This is something I 100% did. I would just go in circles over and over again in my mind and just go down this rabbit hole of anxiety and unanswered questions. I had to tell myself, like, okay, Holly, you can think about these things. You can start working on answering these questions, but just save it for when you're mentally stable. Save it for when you're not having an anxiety attack. Save it for another time. During these stuck periods of time in our lives, we usually abandon everything we enjoy without even noticing it. The most important things are the small things right now because these are the things that will help create a healthy foundation again. These are the things that can move you forward and help you find your drive and motivation again. I also just want to say that we feel numb and depressed for a reason. It's not an it. It's not like, oh, I have depression. I have it. I have anxiety. Depression and anxiety are symptoms of something else. This is actually a statement from neuroscientist Dr. Caroline Leaf, and I got this from her book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. I highly recommend that book. It teaches you how to manage your mind. It's incredible. A lot of the things I'm going to talk about in this episode are from that book. But she puts a lot of emphasis on this fact that you aren't depressed for no reason. No one is. And this is a good thing. This is a great thing. There are so many things that contribute to our mental health. There are things like what you eat, whether or not you exercise, whether or not you're progressing, have responsibility, like I just mentioned. Your hormones can be totally out of whack and causing a lot of problems with your mental health. Really great news because you can work on those things. So if you're getting up every day and the first thing you're doing is checking your phone and you don't eat good food and you don't exercise and your space is really dirty around you and you choose to lay in bed all day, that is going to affect you. And I know it's easier said than done. Like I mentioned, I've been through several ruts like this in my life, but it's comforting to know that you can start really small and do something about it, that you can actually take action. It's not just about seeing a therapist and going on medication. For some reason, the internet likes to put so much emphasis on those two things, and those two things are important, don't get me wrong, but a lot of it does come down to your habits, which is an amazing thing. It's something that no one really brings attention to because, I mean, I understand it's hard to change your habits, but let's be real. It's not just about giving yourself rest. It's not just about self-care and taking time to lay in bed. Those days are important, of course, but when you do that every single day, something needs to change. I really want to see more videos of people encouraging you to get up and get dressed. Just that small thing can change your whole day. And if you've been in a rut or if you are in one, 
you know that's true. (laughs) You know that holds a lot of weight because days that I chose to get up and actually get dressed and get ready for the day, it would just completely transform my mindset for that day. Even if I failed the rest of the time, like even if I chose to just kind of lay in bed and look at my phone, it still mattered. It still contributed towards this whole journey of getting myself out of that space. I heard from this one podcast episode, I forget what it was, but it's a little harsh, but he asked the question, are you depressed because you're struggling or are you depressed because you're not trying to overcome those struggles? And that was kind of super eye-opening to me because, I don't know, I felt super convicted. In that moment, I'm like, I'm depressed because I'm not trying to overcome anything. I'm not working at anything. I mean, I'm not even trying to change my habits. I wake up feeling defeated, like I can't do anything. I wake up feeling sad. I wake up feeling anxious. And I wasn't even trying to change that. But luckily, there are lots of little tips and tricks to work on changing this. And while you may need other things, like you may need to go on medication, you may need to see a therapist, you may need to reach out to several other people, whatever. Everybody's different. That's fine. But the only thing I can personally speak on is changing your habits and actually working on yourself and fighting for yourself and for once just trying to do something about it even if you don't succeed just making those tiny little efforts changed my world because eventually those little things built upon each other and now i'm here so let's move on to the next entry because easier said than done everything i just said like okay you're depressed for a reason how do you get out of that i mean you can't just get motivation all of a sudden I know that's like a major one, actually gaining motivation. So I'm going to read the next entry because it is just about that. Dear Diary, I can't help but feel that my life has stopped in its tracks. I can't motivate myself to get up in the morning, to do school, to exercise, to eat good food. I always feel bad for not being as active as the people around me. And it's hard to explain, but I can't bring myself to get up and go out unless I tell myself I will get something after a reward. I feel as though everything in my life leads to a dead end, like I'm running, but never moving anywhere, like I'm trapped behind bars trying to hold up my aching body. I'm tired of the way I'm living, like I'm not going anywhere, not feeling anything. I never cry anymore. And I used to tell myself it's just because you're not sad and that's a good thing. But I think I've died. On the inside, I'm dead. I feel nothing, see nothing, I'm not inspired anymore to write or to read or to create, and I'm tired. I'm so unbelievably tired. I can barely think. Everything in my life feels like a waste. A wasted day out, a wasted opportunity, all because I can't bring myself to find a reason to do it, to get it done. There's nothing out there stopping me from being successful. The only one stopping me is me. But although I know this is true, nothing can make me fix that. I've tried to be active. I promised myself I'd get all my work done, that I wouldn't procrastinate, but it doesn't work. And I think the real thing that makes me feel like this is that everyone is so disappointed in who I'm becoming. I know they say they aren't, but they are. I wish I could be enough, but I don't know how to be. Am I the only one that feels like this? I can't be, can I? Sincerely, S. 
so that was one of the realest entries I've ever read, to be honest, because I read that and I'm like, oh my gosh, this was me. Last summer, I was waking up every day telling myself that I needed to change, that I needed to get up earlier, exercise, go to bed earlier, do better on my work, everything. And I just couldn't. I would even try every single day and I just couldn't bring my body to do anything. It's like I had no energy, physically and mentally. I was just drained. But then I started asking myself, why am I so drained? What is draining my energy? Because that's what it comes down to. You have to pinpoint the things that are sucking the life out of you. And those are the habits that you need to work on first. Not exercising, maybe not cleaning your room, maybe whatever. You can put aside literally everything else. Just focus on the things that suck the life out of you and fix those first. Otherwise, you won't have motivation for anything ever, I promise you. If you don't fix the things that affect you the most in this world, then you can't move on. You can't move anywhere. You are stuck. You will feel numb. You will feel pressure. You will feel anxious all of the time. So for me, as you guys know, it was my phone. It just was. It was my phone. It was social media. It was TikTok. And those are the really hard decisions I had to make for myself. For example, quitting TikTok was the big one. I tried to not look at my phone nearly as much. And then slowly but surely over like the course of two months, I started to completely quit social media. And that's what ultimately changed everything. It might not be social media for you. It might not be your phone for you. That's just my personal story. That's what it was. When I did quit those things and quit those habits, that's when I really started to gain my energy and motivation back because I didn't have that one negative habit that was literally taking up all of my energy, all of my happiness, all of my hope in this world. Another thing that was personally really, really bad for me and, you know, draining everything inside of me was staying in my room all day. So that was really hard to break. It was, it was a hard habit to break because you first have to get the motivation to get up out of your bed and move to another location. So I will say that one was really hard for me, but it is possible. It's doable. It starts with you first, you know, doing the small things like maybe making your bed. I don't know. That's kind of a stupid one. I don't really see a reason to make your bed. I don't make my bed in the morning, by the way. But getting dressed for the day, getting ready, that's a really, really good one to start with. Even if you don't go anywhere that day, that's fine. That's a start. That's all you need to do. You just have to start. You don't have to wake up one day and eat healthy and exercise and get this whole workout regimen and complete all your work on time and start five businesses and start a podcast and create a new social media account. You don't have to do that. Let's just take a breather and focus on getting ready for the day or focus on reading two pages out of a book a night. Let's focus on maybe just gently starting a new hobby that you used to love and not overcommitting yourself, but just dabbling in it. Commit to picking up 10 pieces of clothes off your bedroom floor. It just starts there. And I think 
I think that's why a lot of us do get stuck and do lose motivation is because we get so overwhelmed with all of the things we should be doing. I just want to tell everyone here, everyone that's listening, you don't have to do anything. If having a spick and span room and having your bed made every single day isn't something that you really care about, you don't have to have a perfectly clean room. I mean, have it cluttered, whatever. If it doesn't drain your energy, leave it. It's fine. I don't want anybody to feel this immense, intense pressure to change their whole life and flip it upside down because you won't get anything done with that expectation. And I know I just ranted about progression and you need to try and you're not trying hard enough and you need to change your habits. That's true, but this is me saying that the way you do that is by starting super, super small and only focusing on the things that you personally need to focus on. It's different for every single person. Another thing I want to touch on really quick, and I think I've already talked about this in another episode, whatever, I'm going to say it again. If you wake up every morning and you check your phone and you automatically feel like your day is not your own, that is a huge energy drainer. That will suck the life out of you. And I'm bringing this up because I think it does apply to most people. If you wake up and you check, even if it's just texts, emails, if you do some social media scrolling, whatever, that immediately puts the pressure on you to respond. And you wake up responding instead of being proactive about your day. You wake up and your day automatically is not yours anymore. It belongs to all these other people that need things, that need responses, that need you to complete something, schoolwork or actual work. That will ruin you. And that's just a fact of life. (laughs) That's my professional opinion. It will ruin you. So I highly recommend adjusting that aspect of your life if that applies to you. That was a massive thing for me. And even today, I'm not perfect. I wake up and sometimes I will just immediately grab my phone because I feel like it can wake me up in the morning, but then I realize that it wakes me up in all the wrong ways. It's actually waking me up because it's giving me anxiety (laughs) and that wakes my body up, which is just awful. The reason why I never wanted to get out of bed is because my day wasn't my own. It's almost like I got up every day and I kind of just waited until it got dark outside because that's when I knew that the rest of the world was settling down and going to sleep and then they wouldn't bother me. And again, that's due to my own doing. That's due to me letting other people have my day. Just realize the things that drain your energy. That's my point with this whole blurb because I think that is the most important takeaway from this whole episode. All right, let's read another entry. Dear Diary, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. The days pass and I feel as though I'm just stuck in a loop, constantly just going through the motions. I have so many dreams and aspirations for the future, but they seem so out of reach. I want to travel and meet new people, but how do I even get there? It feels as if the timing is never right, but how will I accomplish those things if I never take the risk? I have two emotions I'm stuck in, numb and hurt. The lows of my day feel like a heavy weight on my shoulders, and carrying my motivation is getting too tiring for me to continue. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. The days I need someone are the most difficult because I don't want to need someone. I avoid being vulnerable with everything in me, 
Because once someone sees your weakness, they use it against you. And I don't like getting hurt. I think I sabotage my own happiness, not letting myself plan to travel the world one day. Not letting myself feel anything but down. Not letting myself let things go. I'm just in a constant state of worry. And it's draining. Living is just so draining. I just don't know what I'm doing anymore. Sincerely, Jay. So this submitter mentions feeling drained, which I kind of just covered all of that, but she also mentions feeling insecure and feeling like she can't actually accomplish the things that she wants to do. And I think that's really important to bring up because a lot of us do have this meaning or purpose or goals in our life that we want to achieve or accomplish, but we just feel like it's kind of doomed and we're swimming in worries and anxiety, and we don't actually believe that we can get there. And then we think, okay, well, why am I even doing this? I said before that depression can often equal a lack of progression. It also equals discouragement. When you are discouraged, you are probably your saddest because discouragement will literally kill all drive within you. It will kill a lot of happiness and motivation. It really just kind of wreaks havoc on your mental health. So this submitter has goals, right? We heard them. She wants to travel. She wants to do things, go out into the world, whatever. I think we all kind of have that little itch to do something greater than ourselves. We have this desire to change things for the better. But when we feel like there's just no way that we can achieve that, that's when our mental health and motivation starts declining. It declines to a point where we dig ourselves this big hole and then we can't get ourselves out of the hole, even once we notice what we have done. It's like with this whole Dear Diary project. I have so many dreams and goals for it, but I always felt like there's kind of no way that it's going to go anywhere. There's no way that it's going to grow. If it's not going anywhere, why am I even doing it? And I wake up every day and I feel like it's just kind of pointless and I make things and I have it in the back of my head that they're going to fail. So there's, why am I even doing this? There's no reason. There's no point. And I get myself to that point. And then it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I dug myself into a hole and I don't even have faith in the things that I want to do anymore. And this is where you have to have a literal battle in your mind. When those thoughts arise of you're not good enough, it's never going to happen, you literally have to say no (laughs) to those thoughts. Sometimes I kind of like whisper it out loud. (laughs) It's not, it doesn't even just happen in my mind anymore. I kind of whisper to myself like, no, I'm not going to think that. I'm just, I'm done with that. I've seen this movie. Why am I watching it again? I know the ending. It's horrible. I'm not even going to go there. And then it kind of quiets my mind in a way where I feel like I have some sort of control over what I think instead of letting myself spiral into this constant pit of discouragement because that doesn't do anything for you. It also goes back to feeling insecure. I know a lot of us feel like we aren't good enough. We aren't pretty enough. Our bodies aren't good enough. We're never going to be pretty. We're never going to make anything of ourselves. We're never going to have friends. We're never going to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend. 
that type of thinking doesn't get you anywhere. It actually just makes you more depressed. And the thing is, none of those things are true. You don't know any of those things. It's all about the future. It's all about what? Like subjective beauty. It's not established in anything. Think of it this way. So right now, we're in the present. We don't know the future. So it's just as likely that you will become a superstar, incredibly famous, incredibly rich and successful. It's just as likely that you're going to fall in love with the guy or girl of your dreams as the terrible outcomes that you tell yourself. So if you tell yourself that you aren't going to become anything, okay, fine, that's an option, sure, whatever. If we're going to entertain that outcome, we have to entertain the same possibility of you actually succeeding, of you actually finding the person of your dreams, of you actually getting your dream job, of you changing the world, that's just as likely. We don't know the future. So then it all goes back to why are you even thinking about this? Focus on the present. No one knows what's going to happen. If you tell yourself you're not going to amount to anything, yeah, that's encouraging you to not amount to anything. The way you talk to yourself matters. So if you do have these dreams, my gosh, maybe just let yourself have these dreams. Maybe just tell yourself that it is possible because it is. That's true. And kind of hype yourself up. Encourage yourself. And have a little imagination. Sometimes with this Dear Diary thing, I will kind of like pretend that I have this whole established project and it's going in all the right directions where, you know, I want it to go and everything and I'm super proud of it and happy with it. That's such an important exercise. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. When you envision what you want and you let your imagination run wild a little bit, your body and mind reacts to that vision as if it's actually happening. It's kind of like when you daydream about anything good. (laughs) If you daydream about falling in love or meeting like your dream person, you'll start to like maybe get butterflies or get super happy. Or sometimes I imagine myself giving the maid of honor speech at my best friend's wedding. And I start crying, but it's like happy tears because it's as if I'm actually there. I don't know. It's true though. It's scientific. It's whatever, biological. I don't even know the term for it. But your body reacts as if your thoughts are actually happening. So if you constantly think about bad outcomes, that's not great for you. (laughs) That's not going to do good things for your body or your mind. So again, super important to tell yourself encouraging things. Hype yourself up. Don't be afraid to give a little. Maybe let yourself have some fun, dream, have goals, and believe that those are possibilities because they are. I also just want to say most of us feel numb because we numb ourselves, okay? So we have lost the art of processing anything. We don't process emotions. We don't process thoughts anymore. Humanity has lost the ability to do that. It's almost like we just don't know how anymore. Even if we wanted to, we can't do it. We don't know how. Going back to Dr. Caroline Leaf, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, in her book, she talks about this and how we actually have to start training our minds 
to manage our thoughts and process our thoughts and our emotions and what's hurting us. So that's a super important aspect I just wanted to bring up because we do live in a world where distractions run our lives. Netflix shows, scrolling through TikTok, answering text, staying in constant communication. I don't know about you guys, but every time I talk to someone and there's just a moment of silence, I want to pull out my phone and check it. I legitimately do not know what to do with myself when there is two seconds of silence or boredom. If I'm just sitting on the couch, I can't think of the last time I just sat on the couch. (laughs) Scratch that. I don't just sit on the couch. I don't think anyone just sits in silence anymore. That's like ludicrous to us. Why would anyone do that? But oh my gosh, maybe they're thinking. Maybe they're thinking about what happened that day. Maybe they're processing. But no one does that anymore. And it's something that we really need to start working on or we will live our entire lives in agony mentally. (laughs) I can't stress that enough, guys. You have to start putting your phone down sometimes, shutting the TV off and think, okay, something is bothering me. I'm feeling a little anxious. Let's think about that. Let's work through that. Dr. Caroline calls it going into the woods, the depths of the woods of our minds and actually exploring it because everybody just stays on the outside now. No one actually wants to go deep into our emotions or our past. Instead, we pull out our phones and we distract ourselves. We numb ourselves. And that is a habit that I think we really need to be more aware of. It's one I haven't personally thought of until I read it in her book, but I just wanted to relay that message because I think it's incredibly important when it comes to getting ourselves out of this icky, sticky mindset where we feel like we can't move and we're trapped and we don't know what to do with ourselves. So I have one more entry to read and it's a positive one. It's supposed to motivate you guys, but we'll see. (laughs) Dear Diary, I am on a journey, a journey I want to remember. I'm trying to enjoy my own company, trying to overcome my disordered eating habits, trying to cure my addiction to the internet. I'm tired of doing nothing all day except thinking about food and YouTube videos. Quarantine didn't make things better. I go out much less and desire the contact to a person without FaceTime. My brain is currently rewiring while I'm in my teenage years. I want to live as much as I can. I don't want to remember days I didn't do anything. And maybe this is my and many others' sign. Change if your heart desires to. I will be your company throughout that journey. Sincerely and with a full heart, V. I had to share that entry because I loved it so much. I loved it because it's kind of like the whole responsibility over blame aspect. This person knows that her habits are affecting her life and she's going to decide to put in the work to change them. And it is hard. I just want to say it's extremely hard to change your habits. It's hard to put in the work. I do kind of want to put this disclaimer out there that when you do start to process and dive into your 
past or the things that hurt you, the things that are hurting you, the things that make you anxious, you will feel some friction. You will feel some anxiety because you are finally confronting the things that you should be confronting. (laughs) And I'm not warning you about this so that you don't do it. I'm just telling you that there is this sort of hump. There is this sort of going against the grain feeling at first, but you have to fight through it. That's where the work comes in. That's where you fighting for yourself really starts to have an effect. Again, I really like the responsibility over blame aspect of this entry because there are things that we can do. I know a lot of people who have gone to the therapist and they expected something, I don't know, they expected it to be life-changing and everything to be fixed. And then when they realized that it was them that still had to put in the work, they were kind of like, oh, okay, I'm just going to continue my negative behavior, continue telling myself negative things, and whatever, I'll tell my therapist about it later. But no, (laughs) if you really do want to change, you yourself have to start processing. You yourself have to start changing your habits. So cut out toxic people, cut out unnecessary expectations that you have for yourself. You don't need them. You don't have to change the world. You don't have to do anything drastic right now. You can just live your life. Stop expecting yourself to be perfectly content and happy and to reach this place of perfect mental health because that doesn't exist. Sorry, might be disappointing to you, but it doesn't exist. Oftentimes we look around and we think that everybody else doesn't struggle and that we're the odd ones out and we have no motivation and we're the only ones and we feel really sad for ourselves. But my gosh, the more that I grow, the more I realize that everybody has their crap. You're not going to reach that place of perfect contentment. It's not there. You will always struggle with some things. You will always have your bad days. And that's okay. Everybody has their stuff. But the important thing is that you learn how to manage your emotions and your thoughts. You learn how to overcome a bad day and wake up the next day and have a do-over and not fall into this slump. I still have really, really crappy days. Like really crappy days with my anxiety, depression, really dark days where I feel like I'm not going to come out of it. But I do every single time because I learned to tell myself that's okay we are going to have a fresh start tomorrow I'm going to let myself have this bad day and I'm gonna wallow whatever but what I'm not gonna do is fall into this pattern I'm not gonna let myself do that it's a tricky thing but once you learn how to manage that and get used to it you're able to conquer these horrible emotions that will overcome you throughout your life, periodically. So that is all for this episode. Hopefully it wasn't too ranty. I do want it to be more candid though, because last season I was just too much of a perfectionist. I mean, to a point where I only released seven episodes because I needed them to be perfect. But that's not sustainable (laughs) because otherwise I'll never post if I keep that perfectionist mindset. So this is me kind of just throwing things out there I love just hopping on and voicing my opinions, my thoughts, my experiences. Even if you disagree, that's fine. I just want to start a conversation. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget 
to be kind to yourself. Don't forget to fight for yourself. This is just one phase in your life. It's not going to last forever. Nothing lasts forever. So keep going. I have all the faith in you in the world. And thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I have to say that every time. And please come back for episode two. Sincerely, Holly.